6.15 this morning on the Morning Drive. Nice to have you with us this morning on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Take your thoughts, comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to the Double T 97.3 mobile app. It's presented by Happy State Bank. Benchmark hotline is open as well. Uh, our friend Double T Stat Guy uh, gives us the official, official word on the uh, team rushes. Um, you had it right, Jamie. Team rushes are kneel downs at end of game and bad snaps. So, good job. Two for two, man. Yeah, two for two. You're, you're, you can go home now. <laughs> really? Really? No, no, Wait, we no, get two things can. right, we no. can go home? Yes, that's right, yeah. But you, mean, you and I will be here all day, okay? I, I might take me all day to get two things right, but that's the goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to change how we do some things around here. <laughs> he, <clears throat> he also... Uh, he also says a spike ball to stop the clock is a team pass attempt and a block punt is a team punt. Wow. There you go. It's nice to have. He makes us smarter. A blocked punt is a team punt. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, some things here from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. It's not just the interceptions. Uh, Smith is missing wide open throws and still we stick with him claiming let him work through it. We shouldn't be surprised, though. This is what he does after a good game every time. It sounded like a little every time deal it's there. It's definitely been ups and downs. Yeah, ups and down. I and mean, even, last game he, against Texas, he played really, really well. Uh, and, I mean, and there was some, some missed throws, no question. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I think there also was some, I think he's a little bit gun-shy right now because of the Pass protection not being great. Uh, that looks like he's got a little bit of, I don't, well, just, uh, I don't want to say anxiety because of it, but he looks like he's he's nervous back there. Just a moment, and he's kind of been running for his life a little bit too. How, how about this? <clears throat> First quarter, K-State has 177 yards in offense, uh, Texas Tech 17, and then you turn it all around <laughs> in the in the second quarter and go, completely the other way i mean it's just it was just kind of crazy kind of how that all all went and then you know so you go uh in the second and third quarter k-state has 130 yards of offense texas tech 317 um but i have a big red asterisk and a don't capitalize on my on my notes um at the 1450 mark of the fourth quarter on the missed field goal um by Trey Wolf. And you know, Jamie, there were there were a couple of times where you got big catches and you had, you know, basically set up what what appeared to be, you know, touchdown opportunities and drive stalls. Mm-hmm. And drive stalls. So it just uh clearly was was not your day and then and then K State got ahead of the head of things and uh just could never could never look back uh on the day. You had basically two uh, fails on fourth down, have the four turnovers and the missed field goal, and uh, you know, it's not uh, not a whole lot you can do. Um, and then they score the first thirteen. Obviously, I thought you know what the defense did uh, in holding them to those two field goals early on. I felt like it at the halftime, well, thirteen to ten, thirteen to ten. I was like, okay, thirteen ten at the half. You know. You feeling like okay? Didn't really play that great. Defense played really good. Uh, you you got a shot at this thing if you can get your offense turned around in the third quarter, and and you did. Um, but then, 
Uh, after it was 20 to 20, you get outscored 17 to 8 down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, couldn't couldn't continue to uh, move the ball, couldn't continue to get stops. It all just kind of stopped there after the missed field goal. Yeah. Uh, somebody says this, and I and I don't. I'm just going to read what they're saying. Uh, we better hope Smith is our dude because the other two will not be here next year. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I mean, you know, Tyler Tyler Shuck's got technically got another year. I mean, if he can come in and and, and who knows at this point what what that will do for his NFL stock uh, if he's able to to come back and if he unseat Smith as the starter and you know has a good rest of the year then you know maybe maybe that's the case but he could come back and play another year uh Baron Morton uh don't I don't know I have no clue yeah I, have I don't no, I've never met the young man so I have no idea I, I don't what his know. plans are what his thought is um so if you have a thought or a comment on the uh, Yates Learning Center chat line we'll take it or the benchmark hotline this morning at 806-771-0973. Now, Coach Joey McGuire, after the game, saying that they got to find a way to start better on the road. I mean, you've played two tough road teams. So, you know, when playing at North Carolina State, playing at Kansas State, I, I don't know, you know, is K-State in the top five of the conference right now? I, I guess. Would you put them in the top five? Yeah, I think I would. Yeah? Yeah. I mean... I don't know this this conference is so, everybody's so close. I just don't think there's a huge separation for anybody. I mean, I think Oklahoma State's the best team. Mm-hmm. I I I mean, there's two teams that are five and zero that I think have a uh, big question marks that are obviously going to play this weekend. But I I don't know that I put either one of those two teams and say, yeah, they're two and three in the conference. I I don't believe that. I don't at all. But you're right. I mean, uh, I guess the big shocker for me on Saturday was uh, the TCU Oklahoma score. Man, that blew my mind. Man, yeah. did not see mm-hmm. that coming. Uh, obviously, that says a lot about TCU, but it also says a lot about uh, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if Oklahoma just uh, you know was licking their wounds from last week, and or if that team that's a team that just is not very good, but that was really surprising. Yeah, no. And, <laughs> really surprising. You know, um, you know, as far as, uh, you know, the other scores, I mean, Oklahoma State beats uh, Baylor 36-25 to in Waco. Yeah, good game. I, good. I, I think those those two teams, to me, are probably the top two teams mm-hmm. in the conference. Um, Texas beats West Virginia. Not, not a surprise there, 38-20. to Nope. And then I, I think this was a bit of a surprise, even though I picked them to win. Uh, and you can Iowa State can look at their own kicking woes. I think they missed three field goals in that game. Um, they lost fourteen to eleven to Kansas. I didn't think either team looked very good in the game. Yeah, uh, I didn't see. I saw just a little bit of this game. Yeah. The first half, you know, Kansas scores a couple of touchdowns, but then doesn't score in the second half. They're five and zero, oh, but I mean, they played Tennessee Tech. They played Duke. They won at West Virginia. That's a good win. I think just because it's a road win, and for them, for them, it's a good win. Um, and then I don't know what to make of Iowa State. Yeah, they, they, as I said, neither team played really well in that game. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of, it was ugly. It was a lot of mucking going on. Mm-hmm. Hanging in the muck. Hanging in the muck. So yeah. 
Was you, one team was a little worse than the other. Would you rank the top five Oklahoma, Baylor? No. I mean, I mean Oklahoma State. Yeah. Oklahoma State, Baylor. And who would you put at three? <laughs> the coin flip? I don't know. TCU? Uh, probably Kansas State, maybe. Um, Wouldn't you have to put TCU in the top three? I wouldn't have to. You no, you don't have to. You Thanks. can do whatever you want. That's right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I at TCU probably right right in that mix. Three, there. four. Yeah. Or K State. Yeah. Flip those two. Yeah. No, I'd put K State ahead of TCU. You would. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. It might be because I hate TCU and with every ounce of my being. See, right. See. I'd probably put them there. Yeah. I, I probably would be in the same. I mean, there's a it's just boat other than I put TCU ahead of K State because of my hate for K State. So I just think there's there's just not a lot of separation between mm-hmm. any of the teams, which is good. Um, but then when but when you're you know losing like you lost on Saturday, uh, you're like oh, man, kind of felt like the. There, that game was there for you. If, you had a chance, absolutely. Yeah. You had yeah. a chance. And, I, I mean, if one thing I take away from the game or partway through the game, I, I thought to myself, man, I, I just I love the way this – I mean, as bad as they looked early on, I, I mean, I just love the way this team battles. And they didn't give in. They keep fighting. They came back. And um, I'm like, man, you you could giving yourself a chance here. But then just, man, I, I don't know. Both sides were really frustrating. Both yeah. sides are really frustrating, and then I guess you know I'm I'm a we've talked about this many times before. I'm a firm believer in momentum. I think momentum is bigger in college sports than it is with professional athletes, and I was a little bit disappointed to see how the momentum of missing the field goal and your chance to take the lead kind of it all just went downhill after that. Mm-hmm. All just went downhill, but. You know, they had all the answers. Colin Klein over there must felt like he called the right play for the, each and every opportunity where they hit on a big, big play, and boy, they had it blocked well at the line of scrimmage, and it was huge, huge holes for those guys to get through. And you know, offensively, it just looked like they were ready for everything you had. That's the thing that's so frustrating is everybody in the world knew that Adrian Martinez and Deuce Vaughn were their two guys that you had to stop. And you couldn't stop them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing. Maybe that's the most frustrating of all. 625 this morning here on the morning drive. Join the conversation now on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at DoubleT973.com or the DoubleT973 mobile app. Coming up at 7, we'll continue our Red Raider football discussion. Tech losing to Kansas State on Saturday morning slash afternoon. They'll take on Oklahoma State on Saturday. 645 this day in sports history. Passing on Chuck's rules for life. It's the morning drive on DoubleT973 and DoubleT973.com. Hey, good morning. 6.30 and some change here this morning on the morning drive. Nice to have you with us. Jamie, there were some good performances on Saturday individually. Uh, the two Lubbock kids were the recipients of your touchdowns, Nehemiah Martinez and Xavier White, both 
I thought, yeah, I thought Xavier had maybe his best game as a Red Raider. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, he was targeted 10 times, caught nine balls, 120 yards. Uh, you hope that uh, Miles Price is okay. He went down with a, I guess it was an ankle. That's what it looked like, lower looked leg. Like, yeah. Lower leg injury. <clears throat> he was walking around after the game, apparently. So you hope that he's okay. Um, and then Trey Cleveland um, targeted seven times, three balls, 98 yards. Um, his longest was for 58. Um, but man, what a what a catch he made! He's that's back back to back games where he's made some great ones. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Coach McGuire talked about him after the ball game and basically said, you know, his belief is that you you get better as a player as you practice better, and he certainly cited uh, the way that Trey Cleveland has been uh, practicing here over the last few weeks and has building been building up to this. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, both Cleveland and uh, J.J. Sparkman started instead of Loic Fungi and Duran Bradley. Uh, Bradley did play some, so I don't know if he's still dinged up a little bit, and so did Fungi, but it was just interesting that those two got the starts uh, on Saturday. Yeah, maybe mix things up a little bit, see if you can find a spark there. <clears throat> yep, and then uh, defensively, Krishan Merriweather, man, he, he continues to uh, play extremely well. He had Total of seven tackles, six solo, had an assist, and then Tyree Wilson. Yeah, and also recovered the uh, onside also, kick. Yep, he sure did. Uh, four solos for Tyree, couple assists, uh, six total, and um, had two for loss and had uh, two sacks. So that's where the two tackles for losses uh, come in to uh, to play. So, you know, there's there's good <clears throat> individual performances. Obviously, you need to to put that together for um, you know for the full. 60 minutes but that just wasn't uh wasn't the case would you we had a comment um on the uh, yates flooring center chat line about the interception at the end of the game where the referee whistled you could clearly hear it yeah there's definitely a whistle coming from somewhere um i i mean look you would have had to score and then get another onside kick and then score again but i mean fact of the matter is whistle blew during that play at some point in time yeah, I wonder what the uh, explanation was to Coach McGuire. Clearly, he was frustrated, as I was as well. Um, I don't know if they said, yeah, a whistle blew is an inadvertent whistle, but we didn't blow the play dead because it was in the middle of the play. I don't, I don't know. Didn't affect the play. I, I don't know. He was, uh, he was asked about it after the game, and uh, he basically said, I'm not going to get fined for this, but clearly the whistle blew. Basically, he's... What he said? Uh, yeah, just where did the whistle come from? Was it from somebody in the stands, or was it from an official? Yeah. Well, sure sounded like an official's whistle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, it, I mean, it sounded like it. I can't. It did. No, I don't disagree. But I, I, I don't know that. I can't sit here and tell you that if it wasn't some somebody idiot from the... in the crowd had a fan, I don't know if it's going to or had a whistle. I don't know if it's going to sound any different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somebody says, uh, honestly, I don't want to hear from them at all. That know they blew it. They know they blew it. They won't do anything about it for the game, and it will just make me mad. Oh, that was from Jeff McGuire. How do, <laughs> how, does, how do you just accidentally blow a whistle in the middle of the play? Maybe cough or something. I have no idea. I've, not, I've never been an official, so I don't know. That's really interesting. <laughs> how does that happen? How does that accidentally happen? 
surprised they don't have an app for their whistle where they you know punch a button and their whistle blows as opposed to having to use their actual mouth oh really (laughs) (laughs) that would seem like a dumb idea (laughs) well i know but i mean there's an app for everything anymore jamie uh so i just figured that this uh this we need a nil fund only for offensive linemen where we can all throw in a little money yeah i mean seems like we've thrown a lot at them already yeah but I would say I would say that that was you know something that was going to be a problem you knew going into the season, um, and that it's turned out to be, be the case. Uh, somebody says inadvertent whistle kills the play. Yeah, the play should. That's I think that was Coach McGuire's point is that mm-hmm. the play should have been called dead uh, at that at that point. So, but it uh, it was uh, it was it was not. Play's already part way through. It's well in the middle of it. Whatever, and then. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it affected anything, right? I mean, it didn't, didn't, the tech receiver didn't stop moving to the ball or, <clears throat> right? No, it just would have, so, it would have been to your benefit because it, it would have, yes. It, you would have caught in a break yeah. because you had messed up and turned the ball over. But let's be honest. If we were on defense and that whistle had blown and, and, and that had stopped a key drive, we'd have said, hey, that, that, that whistle didn't really mean anything. You know that whistle didn't affect play at all, and, and that's the point I just yeah. made. No, I, I agree with you. Didn't I, change the play. So my, my point is that's why I we, wasn't up in arms over. Yeah, it. I, no. I kind of thought that they would blow it dead, and and they yeah. would come come back to being text ball, and the play didn't happen. But it didn't. That's not what happened. I got to tell you, I did think about you. Um, not that I think about you often during the weekend or during games, but I did think about you um, right before half uh, when. They called for a fair catch. The Red Raiders did. This is drive number six. This is right after uh, K-State um, has been sacked and is forced to punt. Uh, this is, at this point in time, text down 13-7. to seven. So fair catch, and then there's a 10-yard penalty called for holding on the fair catch. The old hidden yards, Jamie, mm-hmm. moves the ball back from the 40 to the 30. It didn't affect you because you were able to get a big clutch by Trey Cleveland for uh, 20 yards, and then there was a late hit on a yeah, run by was, Donovan. That was the biggest play of that drive. No, no question. Yeah. No question. Man, what a what a silly penalty. And then they went to Miles Price to the 33, and then there was a 51-yard field goal to, to make it 13-10. to 10. But I did I did think about you. I'm like, oh, there's those hidden yards Jamie's been talking about right there, yeah. right there in front of you. It's yeah. a situation where you definitely don't want one. No, no. Um, like I said, the other thing that just uh, – bothered me was every time you got a big pass play uh you were you weren't able to capitalize on it uh particularly you know when when you tied up the game at 13 uh it had a big uh pass to trey cleveland then miles price uh hurts his uh left knee and then there's a big catch by jj sparkman but then two incomplete balls in the end zone and that didn't really look like you even had a chance to catch those balls and then you kicked the field goal with 7:14 to go in the third to make it 13-13. Mm-hmm. Just really, those those were kind of curious plays, right there. And then right after that, right after that play, um, on first down, Deuce Vaughn goes 69 yards to the Tech eight, and then they they go up just seconds later, 20 to 13. Yeah, your defense was great early on. Yeah, I say great. Obviously, they give up the two-play drive to start the game, but mm-hmm. then 
they start making plays, forcing field goals when your mm. offense puts them in a bad spot again and uh, made some plays there. And then your offense gets going and your offense gets you back into the game. And then it felt like uh, <laughs> then the defense would kind of have a lull. And so it was just one of those games where you just couldn't put it all together. But I was I I loved I was proud and happy and thrilled with the way you you fought back and because mm-hmm. it looked like you were about to get blown out and, mm-hmm. and they fought back and gave themselves a chance and you get it tied and here we go let's take the lead here and let's roll and you know I I just think that kind of the wind went out of the sails after the missed field goal yeah uh, somebody says this it's okay to beat the Longhorns last week okay it's sarcasm. Um, well, if, if I was taking one over the other, I would have much preferred the Longhorn. Right, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, I, now, in my season prediction before the season started, I had those two wins flip-flopped. Yeah. Had winning at K-State and losing mm-hmm. to Texas. Okay. Yeah, before the season started. Yeah. I didn't think heading into last week you were no, going to no, win I, at K-State. Right, right. Uh, this should have been dead because of the poor spot. Yeah, I mean, the ball was spotted poorly. Should have been closer to the 26 as opposed to the 29. They, they weren't even close. Yeah. You know, the frustrating part about that is, I mean, Donovan makes a good throw. That's a touchdown. I know you caught the long ball, but that's – you want to talk about missed opportunities? Make a better throw. Lead your receiver. I mean, it should have been a touchdown. 6.40 this morning here on the morning drive. Mark says this. Good morning. Well, at least something came out of the good of the weekend. My boys won, right? We'll get to the Cowboys. The Bills won. They came back and won. And then the Chiefs – Oh, pounded on town, Tom Brady. Yeah, they did, and they won. I mean, they got a couple of turnovers um, and go on to win. Uh, Mahomes looked really, really good last night, I thought. 6.40 this morning on the morning drive. This day in sports history is next. Do and sports. More coffee and do than sports, but it's there for sure. The morning drive on double T 97 7.15 this morning on the morning drive. Nice to have you with us with Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. We come to you this morning to speak sports and uh, life in general. That's kind of what we do. Kind of just kick it around a little bit. Yates Morning Center chat line is open. Go to the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Benchmark hotline is open as well. Uh, this, there's a pasture behind my house, and the previous Longhorn had three, previous owner had three Longhorns on it. I don't think it's my friend. I started throwing my grass clippings over the fence to them. It wasn't long before they would hear the mower and be waiting at the fence for the clippings. <laughs> <laughs> the new dinner was coming. Owners sold the property and moved the Longhorns. It's the only Longhorns I'll ever miss. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this carnies are salesmen. You ever come home from the fair with anything other than a sunburn and $43 stuffed animal? <laughs> okay. A uh, section of land is 640 acres, one acre, approximately one football field. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. This this the sports talk show about the Red Raiders. It is. Hey, let me ask you this, Jamie. Um, if you had a... And, you don't because you're going to be on the air today. Um, 
But what's a what's a question that you would have for Coach McGuire today? Or if you have one, you want to weigh in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Um, if you have something that's just really either bugging you or in the back of your mind, you're like, what? what's something that you would like him to answer? I have something. Do you want me to go first and what you think about it? Sure. The one thing that I'm curious about, and I'm curious about how the game plan is constructed. Because he talked about how they need to get off to a better start. And he said in his post-game press conference that he thought that they should have run the ball more early. So I'm curious, you know, because Zach Hitley's in charge of the game plan. I'm just curious how that thing is constructed and who, how, many, how many hands does it touch or how does that... And I realize that once you get into the game, the game flow and things may change depending on field position or field conditions or injuries or how the game is going. But at least from the get-go, I'm curious as to how that thing is, is somewhat constructed. Okay. I guess my answer would be, um, is the game plan to keep Donovan from taking off and running? Are they coaching him to be more patient in the pocket or would they like him to tuck and run a little quicker that's what I would be interested in okay because okay. it feels like he's a little bit slow making that decision I mean because that's what you got to be right you got to be confident one way or the other mm-hmm. you, you, you can't look like you're unsure back there and then oh okay i guess it now it's time for me to run and that's when you're getting tripped up do you think that's a function of uh inexperience do you think that's a function of uh, maybe he's confused by what he's seeing with the defense so he doesn't know if it's there or not i i i, I don't know i'm not sure okay uh somebody wants to know where are the tight ends uh i think there was there wasn't I don't think any of the tight ends caught a ball. That's <clears throat> that's an area that's frustrating to me. Um, just cause it's it's like why do we? I don't know. They they just went away uh, again. You know they they weren't there, and then you used them really well in the game against Texas, and and then all of a sudden they went away again. Uh, Teeter was targeted once, Tharp was targeted once, and Baylor Cup was targeted once. So if you're... Is that a game plan thing? Is that a Donovan thing? Is that yeah. a what the defense took them away thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, attempted 48 passes and only three were targeted to the tight ends. When Donovan went 38 of 48, two interceptions, 359 yards, two touchdowns, and was sacked six times. Mm-hmm. Uh, this from, uh, Steven, Jamie, I totally agree with you on the quarterback. If you're going to, if you're going to go, then go, if not throw. Okay. Uh, this from Josh, Josh S. Cause we've got another Josh too, that likes to weigh in. He said, I came out feeling good about the game. It kind of went how I thought it would. I didn't see a typical tech game lost to a better team and the defense played as good as we could. I believe. How do you feel about that statement? I think the defense could have played better. Okay. I mean, you give up that 
330-something yards rushing to two guys. Yeah, th- yeah, right. Yeah, no, I, I think you could have played better. 341 to two guys. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I think you had stretches where you were good on offense, and I think you had stretches where you were good on defense. I think you had stretches where you were bad on offense, and I mm-hmm. think you had stretches where you were you had plays. What you want to call it. It wasn't really even stretch; it was plays, plays. individual plays, mm-hmm. like, where you were really bad on defense, and it cost you. You gave up a of bunch of big plays. Yeah. Uh, this. Yep. I can't understand why the tight ends are not being used. Um, let's see. Brian says this. Why is Smith the first one to get the blame? That was a team loss. Well. It's kind of what happens with a quarterback, right? No, I, I don't think I'm blaming just Smith. Yeah. I, I mean, hearing what I just said about the defense. Right. Yeah, and, and we can talk all day about the offensive line. I thought the uh, first possession of the game, I thought Miles Price missed a block that killed that drive on the wide receiver screen on first down right mm-hmm. after you picked up your first first down and Miles missed a block. <clears throat> your receivers continue to – not be great blocking, which is really disappointing. Uh, you watch K-State execute the same play and watch their receivers get the job done and watch yours not. Okay, that that was disappointing. But that to me, that killed that drive. So it went from 1st and 10 to 2nd and 12. And, you know, now you're behind the sticks and, every, you know, everybody knows you're going to throw now and it just changes things. And so I thought that was a big play. Um I mean, it was the team effort. There's, there was no question. But it's hard to not look at the quarterback and say he played poorly. Yeah. Uh, somebody else says, I find it frustrating that the tight end is used more. And maybe it's on the tight ends. Maybe the tight ends yeah. aren't getting open. Yeah. Maybe it's on them. Maybe the game plan is to use them, and they're, they're just not getting open. Mm-hmm. Or, or, again, maybe it's on, on, on Donovan that he's not looking for those guys. Uh, Bullfighter had weighed in. He said uh, he said he sounded like a broken record, uh, yelling at his TV to for Donovan to run. I don't want him to run every play. I I mean, I I just when when you're back there for a couple seconds and you see something's not mm-hmm. opening up, and then you are you have an opening. I want you to take the opening, man. I want you to go, and and don't think twice about it. I mean, it, the odds of completing passes when you're that waiting that long in the pocket aren't great and and again i don't know if that's the defense showing him looks that he's not comfortable with and that he's you know he's confused with okay what should i be looking for here i I don't know or maybe that's maybe that's k-state's defense being so good that he felt like he didn't have a you know a lane to run in all right back-to-back texts from different people essentially the same thing how much of defense was being on the field too much and in bad field position under duress? And then the next texture, I think the D may have been better off if the offense and reckless decision by coaching hadn't backed them in a corner over and over in the first half. I think they were gassed. I, I, that's not to say that I don't think they get tired from being out there, but I don't think that's what it was. Yeah, I, I would... I would agree with you on that. I, 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 I do think the offense put them in bad spots. Mm-hmm. And some, again, I, I, as I said last week, going forward on fourth down that much and winning games, in my opinion, is not sustainable. I'll tell you over and over again, you're not winning that game against Texas without the fourth down attempts. 
And I will tell you, uh, you didn't lose this week because of the fourth down attempt. I mean, if anybody that, should have been gassed, it's the K-State defense. They only were on, I mean, K-State only ran 58 plays. Tech ran 82. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about them being gassed. I, yeah. I don't think they would tell you that. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look on some of those plays, you can see Merriweather uh, on some of the big plays by Martinez. Merriweather would pick a hole and it'd be the wrong hole. Okay, not just him, but I just remember a couple of them where, you know, he's that that last line of dis- defense, and he would go left, and and Martinez would go the opposite way, and there'd be a clear clear path to the basket. <laughs> it uh, AKA Danzo. Yeah, he he talked about gap integrity uh, repeatedly uh, in the post in the post game. Yeah, and we didn't clearly didn't have it. Didn't have it. Seven twenty five. Jamie's question of the day is next. Your continuous. Texts are appreciated on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Have your opinion heard now on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at DoubleT973.com or the DoubleT973 mobile app. Coming up at 8, I do want to get to the Cowboys a little bit in time. Uh, They won yesterday over the Washington Commanders. Cowboys are uh, back in action this week against the L.A. Rams. At 7.45, the boom, boom, boom. And next, Jamie's question of the day. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right, what you got? All right, my question for you today, Red Raider football. We'll look back at Saturday's game against Kansas State. If you could change... Or take away one play in the game on Saturday, which one would it be? Okay. Let me um let me get to my copious notes here. Missed field goal. That took all the air out of your sails. You had an offense that you felt like you were about to get things turned around. You'd had a chance to take the lead there. You'd have gotten points off of a huge play that could have sparked you going forward. And then you turn around and they get the ball immediately and then drive it down your throats in one play. Missed field goal. I mean, that's that's the obvious one, right? Uh, I wanted to look back just just for a second to see if there was. Uh, okay, so on on third down. Let's see. Let me get back to the. I want to get to that series because I, I don't disagree with Jeff. That seemed to be the. The play of the of the game, uh, where it's kind of turned turned around the other way, um, but I would also tell you those times where like you 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 got you got a, a field goal and then right away gave up sixty nine yards. You did that twice. You did that. You did that twice. Um, okay, so you have the big play to Trey Cleveland that sets up that drive. Well, for all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna back up and and go. Uh, I'm gonna back up and go. Let's see, Texas Tech gets the ball down twenty to thirteen. This is right after. So you tie it up, and then Deuce Vaughn goes right up the middle, sixty nine yards, and they end up scoring. Tech comes back and uh, gets the ball down to the K State seven. Then there's a false start, and then there's a 
pass to the 12. How oh, we get the touchdown there? The tied up. Okay, so oh, I'll go with the field goal too. That's a, it's an easy. That's an easy. I agree with Jeff. That just seemed to be the play of the game. Sorry. Okay, I'm going to go back a little bit earlier, aka the first play from scrimmage. I okay. cannot stand. Cannot stand. Electrifying the crowd getting them all the confidence in the world mm-hmm. and feeling like you're playing from behind mm-hmm. from the get-go. Get-go. Yeah. Okay? That's a good answer. You give up the long run on the first play to Martinez, and all of a sudden it's like, yep, we got this. The crowd's excited. K-State's having fun. Mm-hmm. And the other sideline's like, oh, man. Okay? Mm-hmm. So two games in a row on the road. Mm-hmm. NC State and Kansas State, the only two you've played on the road, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you, I mean, defensively have looked horrible right off the get-go. Mm-hmm. Right off the get-go, giving them every opportunity uh, to electrify the crowd and get them into it and get it to be a festive, fun atmosphere and give them all the confidence. Now, NC State, you had a chance on offense first and you didn't get it done. But this time it was just straight up your defense. I, I mean... You you mentioned it earlier. You said Coach McGuire said they got to find a way to get off to a better start on mm-hmm. the road. I I completely agree with them. I, I mean, let's just let's let's just stop making it easy for them right off the bat, mm-hmm. you know, and giving them all the momentum and the good feels. Take away the good feels, Chuck. Yeah, no, you're make right. them question things a you're little right. bit. You're right. On on that uh, on that drive for the missed field goal, I guess what frustrated me is. You get the big catch by uh, Trey Cleveland down to the K-State 15, then have a loss of two, then a sack, plus a penalty. It's declined. The drive stalls at the 24. And then you miss the 42-yard field goal. Yeah, well, what really bothers me on that drive was you missed the 42-yard field goal. Okay. <laughs> no, I understand, but I mean, <laughs> you, you, get the ball down to the, you get the ball down to the 15, you can't advance it any further than that. Yeah, and it, we, I mean, we all know that sevens are better than threes and right. all that good stuff. But, I mean, it's also it's somewhat expected. You're not going to score touchdowns every time. And then, and then right after that. But clearly that was an issue in this game, right? Because how many did, did he make? Trey? Yeah. Uh, made two? You surely wouldn't be upset yeah. with the fifty-one yarder because no, I mean that no. was that was a great that yeah, was that fine end of the game that was end of the half kind of mm-hmm. you, you ran out of time that wasn't that the drive stalled mm-hmm. uh, field goals he made he made two he was yeah. two for three so yeah. one other time yeah the drive stalled yeah yeah now I just uh, I I don't I, I hate the feeling of starting behind. Both on the scoreboard and, and, and also mentally. And again, this goes back to me being real big on the whole, you know, momentum and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're just giving them the, the, the quick start to feel good about things. I thought one of the, one of the big plays of the game um, for Tech when it really could have gotten ugly early, could have gotten ugly early. It, this was uh, Tech gets the ball. There's six drive on their own 14-yard line. A big run by Sir Roderick Thompson. He should have been stopped at his own 34. Was able to get to the 46. He got a big block from Nehemiah Martinez and then re- redirected his run. I, th- I thought that was one of the the best plays of the game at, 
at that point in time because it was a negative to a positive, and then it leads to the great run. it leads to the touchdown by Nehemiah Martinez uh, with a, a minute twenty four to go before half because otherwise you're down thirteen nothing, um, and yeah. they probably they probably they have a chance to get another score before half. It could have been over at halftime. Yeah, no, that was a huge play, no doubt. So I thought that was uh, I thought yep, that was a, that was a thought, great run. That was a big play. I also have a note on to myself here during this game. Why is Donovan slipping? He he slipped again in that game. Is there is there tape on the bottom of his shoes? Is it the type of shoe that he's wearing? Because he, you know, he's he slipped here. He slipped here a couple times. He slipped uh, in, in Manhattan. I'm just I'm just curious. I think he's a guy who has the ball in his hands a lot, and he makes a lot of cuts. Okay. You don't think it's anything other than that? You don't think it's style of shoe, tape on the bottom of his shoe, I mean, turf or anything like that? If you're thinking that, if you're thinking that we've figured this out and it's a problem and that coaching staff doesn't, hasn't figured it out mm-hmm. and that we're the ones figuring it out, you have no respect or confidence for that coaching staff. No, I do. I do. <laughs> I'm just you, asking the question. I mean, I'm just asking. I'm, just, I'm not going to ask it today. Why is Donovan slipping? Have you guys looked at the bottom of his shoes? You know, somebody putting grease on the if, bottom? I think See, if, now I kind of want to ask that question. I think if that was a legitimate problem, mm-hmm. they would have probably dealt with it. Okay. No. No, no. I think you're probably right. I, I think you're. I think you're. I'm just. I'd be I'm really just, disappointed if the coaching staff said, "Why he's slipping?" <laughs> we, we have noticed. <laughs> we, get, we 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 tape up his cleats every week. We probably maybe we should stop doing that. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> I mean, something simple like that, right? I think that they figured that out. <laughs> now. Coach Kitley did say last week that he's cutting off the wrong. He cut off the wrong foot on that one, on that one play, um, and that caused him to slip. Now I don't. I don't know about. I don't know about Saturday or the other one. I just. I don't know. Sometimes Jamie, I just pick up on quirky things. Okay. So, sometimes I just pick up on quirky things. And, I think maybe you're overthinking. And you know, I've been accused of that before, and I've been accused of not thinking before. Well, I mean, it's it's good to overthink. I mean, that means yeah. you're. The effort's there. Mm-hmm. You know, your brain's working. Yeah. Uh, somebody says this, 100%, Chuck. He has always slipped more than most. Running backs cut a lot as well. They do. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. All right, well. I have this well, memory. Maybe, maybe Let me get this Chuck's <laughs> dumb comment up for the day. Oh, just, just today? Well, for the day. Well, yeah, you only get one per day. <laughs> I have this memory. Of you've, you've used it up. <laughs> you've used it up. Go, Jeff. Okay, bye. 7.40 this morning. Boom, boom, boom is next, and we'll give away some uh, tickets to the Hub City Barbecue Cook-Off right after the boom, boom, boom. This is the Morning Drive on Double T 97.3 and Fox 34 News Now. Hey, good morning. It's 801. It is the Morning Drive on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. With Jamie Lynn and Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. Nice to have you with us this morning on the Morning Drive. We come to you from the First United Bank, Double T 97.3 studio. 
The benchmark hotline is open, 806-771-0973. Coach McGuire wants his team to start better on the road. Do you think our boss, do you think you as our boss, plus our big boss on highest, think he would like us to start our show better, get off to a better start like on a Monday? Like We, uh, we came out of the gate, I thought, pretty good because we talked a lot of sports and broke down the ball game. Do we have good enough energy and we get out, think, out of the gate pretty good this morning? I think we start fine, especially on Mondays where mm-hmm. there's so much to talk about. I think we, we kind of limp to the finish we line. Fade. Sometimes, we don't. We, sometimes we, we, uh, we just limp to the bitter end, oh, as okay. Chuck would say. Okay. You know, Coach McGuire talks about winning the middle eight. You know, mm-hmm. I do feel like. We win the second hour, okay? We do? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I do feel mm-hmm. like this team could probably finish a little stronger, too. Well, the boom, boom, boom's in the second hour. Right. And the the question of the day is in the second hour. Yeah. So that's our best one? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, that's the money hour, Jamie. It's the money hour. <laughs> the money hour. <laughs> okay. It's the front page. All right, so we got to get better. The newspaper the, you don't read anymore. We well, got to get better <laughs> at the first and fourth quarters. Yeah. I, I think the one of our problems in the fourth quarter on Monday shows or that we have to recap our, you know, bold statements. That oh yeah. Those are, those are not going to go well for me. They're not going to go well for anybody. Yeah. You mean I didn't get both of mine, right? No. And then we're going to review our predictions as well. And those are going to go really well for somebody. Yeah. And I not- think I predicted something about Aaron judge and Josh young. And I don't know that either one of them got a hit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what happened yesterday? I think this is right. I think it was a, a one-five-three double play in the Angels game, Angels and Rangers yesterday. I was listening to the game. So I'm assuming there was a shift going on I, with the third I, baseman playing at second. I don't. I don't. Or or, at short or the pitcher kicked it. I don't. I don't remember. I think it was a one-five-three double play. We did he kick it straight into the air? Maybe. I, I'm I'm asking so the question. I, I didn't see the play. I'm just where it ricochets off his shoe. On a, line, on a line drive, so it never hits the ground. So it never hits the ground. And then they double up the guy at first? Yeah. I think it's more likely that they shifted and the third baseman was playing shortstop, and they threw to second, back to the pitcher, to second, to first. Because Matt Hicks made a uh, comment about, you know, it was, uh, you know, in today's world, it's, it's, you know, the it's a rare one. Standard, standard one five three double play. <laughs> yeah, and you're right, Jeff. I mean, your your scenario is realistic, especially if it was a line drive up the middle. The guy's probably gonna, or a hard shot up the middle. He's gonna take off, right? But it would have. I mean, you would think that pitcher couldn't walk after getting hit that. Mm-hmm. If it's flying to the third baseman in the air. Yeah, and you gotta think if you see it ricochet off the pitcher, you're even going harder because you're like, oh, there's sure. no way anybody's gonna get it now. Okay, so here's here's what it was. This is in the bottom of the fourth. Uh, the player grounded into a double play, pitcher to third, third to first. Yeah, but we don't know where third baseman was. No, the, uh, Josh Young was at third. That was the, the, the he threw to third base. Or the he threw pitcher, to second base. Pitcher the the pitcher he grounded into a double play, pitcher to third, but third but, to first, Ward out at second. Out at second. See, there's the key thing. Yeah. Okay, so he threw to Josh, mm-hmm. who was at second, even though he's the third baseman. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I think that's correct. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I think that's correct. See, this is why. What's the guy's name on first base, though? Who? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Asking. This. This <laughs> is why the the great the genius that is Mike Gustafson uh-huh. and I 
And you. <laughs> okay. And just I. Okay. I mean, genius Mike and I. Oh, and you. Okay. okay. And, uh, and yeah, you. I'm gotcha. the leftover, right? I'm not you. the genius. He's the genius. Gotcha. I think it was him, or was it Cam and I, who came up with the system that baseball needs to start using. Mm-hmm. That needs to be a 156-3 double play. Oh, okay? okay. And what that means is pitcher to third baseman who's playing the shortstop's position Mm -hmm. because of the shift, okay? So you know it wasn't a throw to third Mm -hmm. base. It's a 56, 156, three double play. Yeah, okay. First it's the position. I remember you guys Second's where they stand. I can't remember if it was Gus or Cam. I think it was was Cam. Okay, okay. The genius that is Cameron Warren and I (laughs) came up with this. Yeah. Okay, but here's the thing. Yeah. It's about to go away. Right, because the shifts. At least Major League Baseball, yeah. you're not going to need it very much anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so my, I mean, if they were ever going to come up with like, mm-hmm. a, you know, by the like, if baseball broadcasters in the futures, by the Warren Lent standard of uh, <laughs> bookkeeping, they will mm-hmm. never, we'll never get credit for that, right. Chuck. No, we'll never get credit. I mean, it was my chance to be famous. It was. You know what yeah. I almost did? I need to see if this I've is got... why I was so adamant that the shift not go away, because it was going to make me. I was going to go viral, Heinz. <laughs> You're going to go viral. <laughs> you know what I almost did yesterday? I almost, <laughs> I almost stopped my mowing because uh, during during my mowing, uh, I heard Eric Nadell refer to it as the Big A just so casually, and then Matt Hicks later, you know, so casually uh, here at the Big A in Anaheim. <clears throat> I almost texted Eric Nadell going, man, it's just so it's just so nice to hear you say the big A. I just love it when you say don't, the big A. Don't do that. But I but I but I but I don't do that. But I didn't. Because I knew that I knew that Jamie would do what he's doing right now. Wiping his <laughs> eyes and shaking his head, going, Why would you bother him? Why would you bother him? Why would you bother him? But I his reply did. would be new phone who dis. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I, but I would have said Chuck and Lubbock, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this didn't Chuck call the NL East over by the before the All Star break, saying the Mets had already locked it up. I might have, I might have done that. Said that the defending champions weren't that good, <laughs> right? If I remember correctly. Yeah, right. Why would they do that? <clears throat> now they're now they're two back of the defending champions. Looks like Hotland is going to win, right? Uh, this from the Ace Flying Center chat line. Let's stop picking on Chuck's pronunciations. What this show needs is some more love. <laughs> thought that was really good. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Pronunciations. Pronunciations, yeah. <laughs> Did you even realize that he was spelling that wrong for you on purpose? I thought it was more the s'mores. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But the pronunciations? Pronunciations. How about the pronunciations? Pronunciations. Oh, yeah, pronunciations. <laughs> right. <laughs> you got to pronounce pronu- pronunciation. <laughs> See, I feel like I'm accomplished. You can't make it up. I can't make that up. You can't. Can't make that up. That that was funny. You know, and I'm not even, I'm not even trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie, why would you let those two Jayhawks end our week of radio with those two paired on Tech Talk? We were the last two left. I told the guys before the season started, <laughs> if your team got to four and zero, you could host a show together. <laughs> we could host. Okay, a show I was just following right. through on the bet. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh goodness, 
8 to 10 this morning here on the morning drive. We'll give away. Did you give away those tickets? Do we have somebody take those tickets? Yes, Brenda got those tickets. Who did? Brenda. Brenda. Oh, nice, oh, Brenda. Have fun, Brenda. All right, let's uh, give away a couple more. 806-771-0973. We'll give, uh, give a couple more away here this morning. Is uh, Got a number in mind for a caller? Yeah, let's do caller number two. Okay. Okay. Hub City Barbecue. It's Thursday at the South Plains Fairgrounds. They'll have the carnies out of the way by Thursday. Have all the mess cleaned up so they can make another mess. Hey, that's good, right? The uh, <laughs> gates open at 5. There's plenty of barbecue, cold beers, and uh, probably some soft drinks, too. So uh, look forward to seeing you shaking your hand on Thursday at the Hub City Barbecue. That's, that's got barbecue on it. That's got barbecue on it.